You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest episode of the Guy Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are excited that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say welcome to the God Life Culture Podcast. We hope that this is not your last time, right? And that you hit that subscribe button so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. All of you returning listeners, thank you for returning week after week and checking out our podcast, hearing our conversations. We hope that you are encouraged by it, that you're sharing it, and that uh, most of all, you're just being blessed by the content and the information and everything that we are sharing. So yes. today, we have another exciting conversation, Yeah, right? And it's something that uh, you brought up and um, you know, it stemmed from a conversation we had with our men's uh, book group yeah, right, yeah. that meets. Yeah, I mean, so I'm, I can't remember if we've mentioned it on the pod yet or not. Um, but um, this year, the men's ministry started essentially what's called a book club. Yeah. Um, and the book that we're using is Kingdom Man uh, by... Tony Evans. And I was thinking if it's like Dr. Pastor Reverend. Right. I think know, it's Tony. all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so with all these like accolades, what is Tony Evans? Uh, Pastor Tony Evans. Um, you may know him uh, from his preachings. You may know him through his kids. Um, Anthony Evans, uh, who's a worshiper, is his child. Um, and then Priscilla Shire is also his daughter. Yeah. Uh, who's very big um, in ministry as well. Um, and on Sunday we were speaking um you know, essentially, the book is all about being what does it mean to be a man of God? Yeah. Um, and, you know, what? how is it that um, the Bible um, instructs us to to act, to react, to walk, to speak, just to be in essence? Um, and then how we are supposed to follow that model um, to make an impact in everything we touch. Mm -hmm. So that's your family. That's your church. That's community. That's your workplace and so forth and so on. Um, and on our last meeting together um the subject of meekness came up yeah um and the idea of what is meekness a lot of people um put meekness and humbleness in the same group mm -hmm. um and you know what does it mean to be meek what does it look like to be a man of god who um has that characteristic of meekness um and what is it not supposed to look like yeah um so i don't know like was there anything in that conversation that we had that jumped out at you before we get into what i'm gonna bring yeah up. i mean i just think it's funny because meekness is not uh the trait that normally we go to right mm -hmm. it's humility yeah um no one goes around saying oh you should be meek right mm -hmm. or um you know i'm showing meekness right now it's usually uh humility yeah. right but i think that when you look at the word meekness and there are verses in the bible that specifically say meekness mm -hmm. right or the meek um i think it's something that you know it's good to think about and it's good to talk about because oftentimes like you said we'll associate it with just being humble mm -hmm. and i feel like meekness is one step more 
right than just being humble you know i think when i think humble you know i think of you know there's so many different like examples or situations but i think someone who um is humble is somebody obviously who's not proud right Mm -hmm. who's not rude who is not um doesn't have an ego right is willing to serve others when i think of meek i think of someone who is humble but humble Mm -hmm. with wisdom right and humble with uh, great strength at the same time, you know? So I think both, you know, words are very closely, you know, similar and related. And I think they can be, you know, synonymous to each other. But I just think from, in my opinion, meekness kind of takes it a step further, right? Mm -hmm. Because the word humble is in the Bible. We see it, right? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, how God resists the proud, he lifts, you know, the humble and all of those things. But I, like I said, I think meekness has a little more oomph, right? To it. And a little more, um, you know, strength to it. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, a lot of people would define or, or use meekness um, in the sense of like biblical definition as an attitude or quality of heart uh, where yeah. a person is willing to accept or submit without resistance uh, to the will and desire of someone else. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, it's so funny because I feel like in the Christian community, there's always extremes. Yeah. You know, you have the extreme of the people that show zero meekness zero humbleness zero um desire or want uh to you know do something for someone else Mm -hmm. and then you have the complete opposite which are the people that are always like people pleasers yeah um always looking for you know like it's to the extreme you know what i mean um and i think and and it was funny because you know it's it's a quality that everyone should have yeah it's a quality that everyone needs to have especially like men in general should have that that ability to to have meekness and to you know whether it is to submit um to leadership you know whether it is to submit to whatever is going on the need of someone else and being there for them and putting your own personal like situation to the side at times as well um but there are times where you are required to have authority you know there are times where you are required to stand firmly in a situation and be bold demonstrate authority uh be strong say something that needs to be said or do something that needs to be done uh, because the idea of i have to always be meek i always have to be humble i always have to be soft i always have to be you know uh tranquil um is not it's the extreme of what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, so for, for example, the other day, a couple of Sundays ago after church, my wife and I, the kids and uh, a, f- a friend, friends of ours, they're a married couple. Um, they, they have been talking about dumplings for the longest. Um, and Queens has a very great, you know, Queens is, I think, the most diversity um, in New York. Mm-hmm. if not like in the East Coast, um, but they have a very great like Asian community. Uh, so we're going to go to the, we're going to go like to the little Chinatown and do like all the like dumpling hopping and getting bubble tea and doing all this stuff or whatever. Um, so we went out, we got dumplings. They ate. The food was great. We decided to go and get bubble tea. Bubble tea place was super cute. It was Instagram worthy. Everybody was taking their pictures. There was a hot air balloon. Very nice. On the way back to the car, if you haven't been to any major city or to New York City in general, if you're in a group of people, you cannot walk like this, like in a line like that. Yeah. You kind of have to line up 
like someone in, like someone's the line leader and then you kind of follow them and everybody walks like that because the streets are crowded and it's very rude everybody's trying to pass by so we're walking back to the car and the my friend's wife was in the front with my oldest kid then it was me with my youngest who was in a stroller and then it was my wife and her husband right behind me and as we're walking on the way to the car a guy gets in front of my friend and my son and starts saying these vulgarities to them so me First of all, you mess with my kid. Mm-hmm. So I'm already ready to karate chop. Second of all, my mom didn't raise no fool. So then in my, I don't know, it, it, we'll talk about this after the fact. Um, but I remember yelling or like saying very strongly, back up. And then everybody like the whole street froze. And then I said, you need to back up right now. Because I felt like he wasn't reacting quick enough. Like, get away from my kid. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. And then the guy like, like, nervous and then like walked away and then we walked away and then we were just laughing because everybody i think i have a pretty deep voice Mm -hmm. but they were like your voice got real deep and you got real strong and everybody was like it was funny but it was scary because we've never (laughs) heard you speak that way (laughs) right before um and i was like you know that's a moment where you have to be strong yeah you know you have someone who's saying something very vulgar that i can't even repeat (laughs) on the podcast to a lady and my kid and i wasn't gonna go up please kind sir right. can you please remove yourself from the vicinity what mm-hmm. you're like i could you know you had to be like strong and like like back up like what are yeah. you doing um you know so i feel like there are situations where i am i am someone who loves the lord mm-hmm. i am someone who you know is there for other people and of service and you know i'm not perfect but i do try to be meek and i try to have humbleness in my heart but there's times where you don't play yeah. Don't play with me. Don't play with mine because that side of me is going to come out that is going to like shake you. And then, yeah. you know, also you add, you know, the authority of the Lord is with right. you too. You know, it kind of adds an extra layer of like pizzazz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's so true because I think oftentimes, like you said, Christians think that meekness and humility is a sign of passivity right yeah. and a sign of i can't raise my voice i can't yeah, yeah. yell i can't get to that level i have to let other people go first i'm here to serve right so in that case you mm. know i know of individuals who have been in situations maybe not specifically with their kids but they themselves in situations like yeah. that and they just kind of stay there and look mm. at it like you know I'm not to engage in this. I'm not to really stick up for myself or say anything because, you know, the battle is the Lord's. He will. And, you know, I've, I've heard people say things like that, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's a, even in the workplace. Right. Yeah. You'll hear people say things like, you know, this individual spoke to me in this way. And, you know, I just want to keep the peace and I just want to, you know, I believe in that. And there yes. are moments where, yes, you know what? There are things that you don't have to say yes. to keep the peace. There are things yeah, you yeah. may not have to address or you can brush off. Right. Yes. But then there are moments where uh, you say this a lot. You have to use your strong voice yeah. and say things with your whole chest. Yes, you know what I, I mean? <laughs> because it's something where, you know, like you said, in this moment, it was it could have been, you don't know, like, yeah. you know, life or death. It could have yeah. been, you know, um, you know, nothing. But at the same time, you just don't know. So mm. that is a moment where, you know, you have power and you have strength. Mm-hmm. And even in that situation, you kept it in check. And I think that that's what 
meekness and what separates meekness from just someone who is proud and strong, right? Yeah. I think an individual who is meek has power and has strength, but is able to restrain and control it mm-hmm. and keep it in check where they know how much power and how much strength is needed in certain situations. Yeah. You didn't go up to that individual and punch him in the face, punch yes. him in the stomach, kick him yeah. and send them away. You may have wanted to, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, you know, that power, that strength that you did have, you were able to restrain it, yeah. you know? So I think even when it comes to just within spiritual, you know, our spiritual life, I think there are oftentimes where our attitudes of meekness or humbleness mm-hmm. can be taken to a point where we even just allow the enemy to keep us in certain places yeah, and yeah. certain feelings or emotions where we don't know how to fight mm-hmm. or we don't know how to get like that, um, that, you know, I don't want to say anger, but just that drive within you mm-hmm. to not let him keep you in depression yeah. or keep you sad or keep mm-hmm. you in a cycle where you doubt yourself and question yourself. I think in those moments, it's like, you know, I know who I am. I know who God has called me to be. I can take this power that God has given me. I can take the strength that God has given me and stand up for myself, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes you have to stand up to your own self right? It's like no one else is telling you anything. No one else is discouraging you. Sometimes you yourself, right? You say things that discourage yourself. You speak negatively over yourself and you have thoughts where, you know, um, you say you're not good enough. You're not worth it. It'll never happen. And I think where, you know, there's a difference, like I said, with pride and Mm -hmm. meekness is pride will say, you know, I can do everything. I'm good at everything. I can't fail. I can't. And, you know, there's a certain level of that that you can say, you know, I won't fail if God's on my side side and you know Mm -hmm. he gives me strength and all of that but recognizing you know what this is not a place i want to stay in these are not thoughts i want to dwell on these are not things i want to speak over my life Mm -hmm. and yes i'm humble yes i'm showing meekness right but at the same time you know i do have a strength and a power i do have a wisdom that god has given me and i have to use it and sometimes when you use that power and that strength it may come across as an authoritative voice Mm -hmm. it may come across as you know you having to you know really step up to something Mm -hmm. and confront it you know so i think oftentimes you know we just think we have to take a back seat or we have to stay calm and there's a time and a place for that. Right? No, absolutely. There's a time and a place for everything and even actions. You know, uh, yeah. like I, like you said also, like I didn't go swinging. You know, yeah. I could have body slammed somebody. <laughs> I mean, he was pretty big. He was a pretty big dude. But, you know, <laughs> right. You know, but I also think that, you know, there there are situations that you also have to gauge. You mm-hmm. know, there are times where a situation does require you to be like, I'm going to leave that in the hands of the Lord or I'm not gonna raise my voice or i'm not gonna say anything i'm just gonna walk away and i'm gonna let this play out the way it's gonna play out you know there are there are situations that require that i've been in situations Mm -hmm. many a times where i could have dropped all the receipts yeah but in my heart i felt god being like you leave this be i will handle it Mm -hmm. and then there's other times where you are you are required to just stand it doesn't mean you have to raise your voice you know, there's the authority does not always mean yelling in a life and death situation where somebody could hurt somebody. Absolutely. Raise your voice and yeah. get put puff your chest out and get strong. Uh, but in an office situation at work, you know, Becky from finance is upsetting you. You don't go stomping to her desk, you yeah. know, to, to put her in check. You don't do that. Right. You know, they, in the name of the Lord, in the name and that in the name of the right. Lord, which uh, Bible swing. No, yeah. you can't. You can't, can't really do that. Um, you know, but there is a way to send a communication or to communicate with someone effectively where it demonstrates to them, you know what, I don't, like, this has happened, and I think I've spoken about this on the pod, this has happened to me at work, where I've had to lovingly, in the name of Jesus, check somebody 
mm-hmm. really good. And it's not me raising my voice. It's not me yelling or anything like that. But it's that sometimes people think that because you're quiet, because, you know, you see me here, you guys see me here talking and all that stuff or whatever. I am not like that outside of certain situations. I'm yeah. very introverted. I stick to myself. I say good morning. Like, I, I barely know the names of my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I smile to everyone, but I don't really talk to people and stuff like that or whatever. And I think that sometimes people see that and they, they look at it like a weakness. They look at it like, oh, you know, you're, you're someone who they can push over. You're someone they can get their way with. Or because they speak to everyone in a certain way, they think that they can speak to you in that yeah. way. And every once in a while, you have to kindly check someone and let them know, like, listen, like especially if they know you're someone who goes to church and loves God and all that stuff. Whatever. I was like, I go to church. I love God. I serve. I do all that stuff or whatever. But there's a difference between me being quiet and me being someone that you feel like you can disrespect. Yeah. That is not the same thing. Yeah. And there are times where you do have to be like, you know, boop. There you go. Your little, you know, your little check moment or whatever. But then you keep it moving, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember, <laughs> I remember when uh, one of the individuals at my job I had to do that too. At the end of it, after I gave them my little speech, I was like, "And how are you feeling now? <laughs> 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 like, are you good? Do you right. get me? Do you understand? All right. So, what was the problem? What was right. the reason why we started this conversation? Uh, you know. And I think that those are things like you were saying as well that we need to adopt to our internal conversations with ourselves as well you know if you're someone who suffers from depression if you're someone who suffers from low self-esteem if you're someone who like easily gives up if you're someone who you know see what other people are doing and then you kind of don't think that you can do that even though you could or whatever like sometimes you have to check yourself Mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to like get strong with yourself and have those conversations with yourself and be like boy you need to get up and try it you need to get up and give it an attempt you need to get up and make some work or some progress towards that um because we can get into that mindset of you know what if, if it's god's you know will it'll happen you know mm-hmm. if it's god's will for me to get a new job it'll happen i haven't been looking i haven't fixed my resume i haven't done this i haven't done that but if it's his will it'll happen or if, you know and it's kind of like yeah if it's his will it will happen but do your part yeah. make sure you get the skill levels that you need to get up up you know take this time take this um, advantage of the time that you have at the moment where you're maybe not doing what you want to do but you're preparing yourself to be in a better position so that when it happens you're ready to jump and attack yeah it's funny because uh i recently saw a reel on instagram uh jackie hill perry was talking and she was at a conference and she was saying how she's praying for all the people who have the gift of mercy right Mm. the gift of like showing other people mercy Mm. right like and I guess you could say those people are meek. Those people are humble. That was the word she used, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, she was basically saying how in this time that there are a lot of people that she sees that gets that gift confused or that trait confused where they're so humble and so meek that they can't tell you that what you're doing is wrong or that the way you're thinking is wrong, right? Yeah. Because they can't offend you and they, again, want to keep the peace. So they're extending this mercy and this grace, right? But they're kind of letting that person know, like, it's okay that you feel that way. It's okay that you think about that, you know, like that about yourself. And they kind of enable people, right? In the way of, you know what? I, I can't, you know, make decisions for them. I can't tell them this. I can't get angry. I can't tell them that they're going down the wrong path. Right. And she was explaining how in this time, you know, there is a way to show mercy and be humble. Right. In Mm -hmm. telling people like, Hey, you know, that's probably not good for you. Probably shouldn't do that as opposed to just, you know, 
enabling people to kind of keep going in a certain path or keep thinking a certain way that's damaging for themselves, yeah. right? Like if you have a friend, right? If I just one day came in here and just started saying horrible things about myself, I went through something and I'm just really down and discouraged, you know, I would expect you to be like, man, that's not who you are. That's mm -hmm. not how you talk. That's not how you, you know, you need to get up. You need to try it again. Mm -hmm. You need to, right? As opposed to, you know, well, maybe you can sit down. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, like, do you need, right? And a certain kind of, like, it's okay to feel that way and stay there. Like, it's mm -hmm. okay. And then the next time, it's all right. Like, you'll never kind of get me to a place where, no, stand up. Like, get, you have to get over this. You have to rise, you know, from this situation. So I think that oftentimes we have to be careful as well that we're not so humble, especially with other people, yeah. right? Showing that humility and that meekness that we get this sense of, like, we just have to let people live their life and do their own thing. Mm -hmm. And we can't interfere. And we can't, you know, kind of get that righteous anger to tell somebody something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're going down a wrong path. This isn't good for you. And like I said earlier, even yourself, right? To be able to tell yourself certain things um it's going to take a level of meekness but at the same time meekness with some authority yeah. and i think the key word in all of this is authority mm -hmm. right when you have and you're driven by that you know divine authority god's authority i believe he really gives you wisdom to handle certain situations and how to go about it right and even how to talk to yourself and how to talk to others and truly how you know to be meek i think in the bible there's so many people who you know were meek and humble who God acknowledged, but at mm. the same time had crazy moments. Yeah. Right. You know, when Moses came down, we covered that in our class, mm -hmm. you know, and saw the people like worshiping that golden calf and statue. He wasn't telling them in his quiet voice, guys, what are you doing? I'm so disappointed. Mm. Right. He threw those tablets, <laughs> right? Like, like it was a whole moment. <laughs> Jesus, when he walked into the temple and saw them doing what they were doing and all of that, he wasn't, you know, politely asking them, can you guys please go and do this somewhere else? No. Like he turned over tables. Yeah. Right. So I think, you know, you can't say in that moment, Jesus wasn't meek. Right. Mm -hmm. Again, there is a power and a strength to meekness. It's just also there's a restraint that's there. Yeah. And there's an ability to know the time and the place. There's an ability to know when to exercise that meekness and when I need to tap into my authority that ultimately God has given me. Mm -hmm. And I found that when you you'll know the difference. Right. When you do something and um, it's God leading you to do mm -hmm. that and God leading you to speak in that way or make that decision or have that authority, you see the results yeah. when it's yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And you notice that you stepped out of line and you let pride get in and mm -hmm. you said something you weren't supposed to say. You feel it and yeah. you know the difference. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because I, I have a friend who she has what I call the gift of delivery, and it's not it's not a real gift. Don't look it up in the Bible. It's just Are you being sarcastic? No, she really does. Like she's oh. really good at telling people stuff in such a way with such grace and such wisdom mm. that they never get offended. Right. Like she's so really good at just laying it out with a smile on her face. I'm here trying to figure out who you were talking about. Uh, I'll first. tell you, I'll <laughs> tell you. Um with such a nice like way of speaking that ella te dice, like they say in Spanish, la otra verdad en tu cara, and you be like, you know what, you're right. <laughs> you're like, that is so true. I am that horrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and I think that, you know, there there is a grace to, yeah. you know, to doing things. And, you know, as someone who has struggled in life to find that grace, you know, <laughs> I can admit it. Sometimes I just say this stuff like straight up. Um, you know, there it, it can be acquired. 
You yeah. know, it can be worked. It can be uh, pulido. How do you say pulido? Polished. Like polished. That area in you in reference to like delivering a message or a conversation or telling someone a truth or trying to shake somebody up or whatever can be done in a loving and graceful way that they don't you know i think we've spoken about the fact that sometimes you know when you tell somebody a truth you know they'll get offended and then they'll come back to you and then they'll be like you know what it is true but there's a way to tell them where they don't need to go and come back there's yeah. some people that have that gift that they just lay it out and the person receives it and you know those are the qual those are certain qualities that you know we have to you know always be mindful and like being like lord i'm about to have this conversation with someone and help me exhibit that yeah. quality let me demonstrate that where they don't have to waste time getting over the feelings their feelings being hurt mm -hmm. that they just receive whatever it is i'm about to tell them and that they can apply it accordingly yeah and you know when it comes to meekness this doesn't mean that you know as christians we won't be placed in moments of conflict or moments of you know disagreement with people right so yeah. like, we can't be um blind to that fact but it just means that even in those moments how do you choose to solve that conflict mm -hmm. right how do you choose to resolve that situation that's happening and i think an individual that is meek recognizes right all the things that can be said all the things that can be done mm -hmm. but they filter it through that meekness and they know this is what i need to do right mm -hmm. this is what can be done but this is what i need to do this is what i can say but this is what I should say mm -hmm. in this moment. You know what I mean? And I think that individuals who are meek and, and show meekness, right? Um, when they are faced in the, with those moments, I feel like, like you said with your friend, there mm -hmm. is a level of awareness that individuals have of people who are meek, right? Mm -hmm. People know who's humble and who's pride, proud, proud, uh, prideful. Sorry. Mm -hmm. People know, right. Who walks in, who walks in humility and who are those people that have a big ego, right? Mm -hmm. People know that and they recognize it, right? It's in the way you carry yourself in the way you talk to others and the way you treat others and the way you look at others. Right. So it's not just in, you know, conflict. This meekness is an everyday thing. Yeah. Right. So I believe as believers, as Christians, the way we carry ourselves, right. And the way we show ourselves to non-believers and believers, right. When we demonstrate that meekness in our everyday life, there is a level of respect, mm -hmm. right. There is a level of awareness that individuals have. And I believe that, you know, the individuals that show meekness, right, and the individuals that do it correctly, or I guess you can say in the best way, mm -hmm. are those individuals that even when there are moments like this or moments that you went through, right, they don't lose their cool and the situation is diffused, right? So it's like I diffused the situation. I didn't have to use violence. I didn't have to use force. I didn't have to scream and curse you out, right? But I did have a level of authority that I was able to calm this down. You know what I mean? And I think oftentimes, man, when I think back to moments that I've been in with individuals, I could go off on people sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when you know certain things or you feel certain things or you have just certain things and, you know, you can just tell people how it is, right? But in the process, you're hurting them. In the process, you're, you know, damaging them, their self-esteem, you're, you know, fueling their insecurities. You look crazy at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. And at the end, you don't feel good, right? Yeah. You'll feel that temporary, like, yeah, I told you, then eventually you'll probably have to go and apologize, right? You'll have to go and make things right. Mm -hmm. So I think that the individuals who are meek and recognize that in those moments, they save themselves from all that trouble at the end. Too, yeah, absolutely. Right? They save themselves from having to now do some damage control and, and tell people I'm sorry and apologize. Not that that's wrong, right? But if I don't have to hurt you in the process, mm -hmm. 
I'm not going to do it. Yeah. If I don't have to yell and scream and, you know, grab things and throw things, I'm not going to do that. Right. But there still is a way for me to show that authority. Yeah. And when we read in the book, you know, with Tony Evans and Kingdom Man, you know, he was saying that, you know, a man is meek and meekness is not weakness. Yeah. I don't have to go around gloating in what I can do, in my abilities, in my talents. I don't have to go reminding people of who I am. Right. There is a certain level of meekness that one should have. But again, with that meekness comes power, strength and awareness of who you are. I don't yeah. have to let people know. Mm-hmm. I don't have to gloat in that way. I don't have to brag in that way. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it's interesting because you it's that that balance that you need to have in life because yeah. you need to walk meekly. You need to demonstrate meekness without carrying a banner that says, hey, I'm meek. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also need to demonstrate confidence. You also need to be someone who people look at as I can count on so and so or there's a situation going on. So and so it will be really great to help out or, you know, someone's going through something. They'll go to you because, you know, so is that balance of being meek, but also being strong in the areas that God has given you to be strong in. Yeah. You know, the uh, definition for a meek person is someone who is not easily provoked uh, is not pretentious or overbearing and readily acknowledges the accomplishments of others. So, you know, those I think those are really good key marks, uh, markers uh, for you to kind of like take a step back and be like, am I easily provoked? Am I pretentious? Am I overbearing? Uh, do I readily acknowledge the accomplishments of yeah. others? Like if you haven't said good job to people in the last week, what's going on mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like there's sure. something that happened a kid showed you a sticker or something hey good yeah. job little timmy i don't know yeah um you know or if you're someone who is overbearing that people like they see you coming there with it oh my god here comes so and so let me you know they're gonna start asking 463 yeah. questions you know these are these are like things that we have to examine within ourselves to make sure that they are not being exhibited mm-hmm. you know easily provoked pretensions overbearing are not good qualities that one should have, but are qualities that people have that they struggle with. You know, yeah. there are people that struggle with their temper. There are people that struggle with struggle um, with being overbearing. And it's not because they are intentionally trying to be overbearing. Some people are needy. Some people want to be part of the clique. Some people want to, you know, always know what's going on. And, you know, it stems from other things that you really have to self-evaluate and work with in God to fix those areas in life so that it doesn't come out that way. Absolutely. So again, today, our encouragement to you is to sit back, reflect, ask yourself these questions and be real with yourself. Right. Because at the end of the day, right, we all have moments where meekness goes out the window. Yeah. We all have those moments. Right. So we're not talking about those particular moments. We're talking about kind of, you know, practicing this. Right. Mm -hmm. And and when you're constantly not able to do certain things or view or talk to others in a certain way or in a nice way. Right. I think having taken that step back to just evaluate, you know, am I being me? Because if you look in the Bible, so many different examples we see in the Beatitudes, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Right. That word is like used there specifically. We see humility all throughout the Bible and, you know, verses about that. So definitely we hope that today's conversation just encourages you to practice meekness, but to understand that meekness is not weakness, right? That you can stand up for yourself. You can stand up against attacks of the enemy or against attacks of the enemy, you know, that he uses other people, right, in your life. But meekness knows how to keep that power, that strength in check 
because meekness has wisdom, right? So uh, definitely be sure to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button to be notified. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram as well. You can check us out on YouTube if you're listening to us. You can watch our visuals on YouTube and check out our shorts there. But definitely subscribe so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. Yeah, so thank you once again for tuning into the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. That's God God Life Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.